Hallelujah. How many loves the Lord tonight? Amen. Let's just go to him in prayer. Amen. Father, Lord, we just want to thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing in our lives, Lord. God, we're so thankful for the blessings you bestowed on us, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to come together with believers of like precious faith. And Lord, just have this sanctuary, Lord, to just worship you and get away from the thoughts of tomorrow and today and yesterday. And Lord, just think on you. To think about your goodness, to think about your grace and your mercy that's brought us through, God. Where would we be if it wasn't for you and your love that you bestowed on us? Tonight, Father, we just commit this service in your hands. Just ask that you would touch us, Lord, by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We can turn our Bibles to Deuteronomy 28. Amen. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'd like to echo that, what Brother James in his prayer said. As David said, it was, I was glad when they said unto me. Amen. I don't know about you, but I wake up happy on a Sunday morning to be able to go to the house of the Lord on a Wednesday to just take a moment to, amen, to get away from the pressures of this world and just let them go for a little while. Amen. They'll be there tomorrow. Amen. But let tomorrow take care of itself. Amen. And speaking of tomorrow, I'll be leaving to go to North Carolina to preach for Brother Josh Bennett this weekend. So just be praying for me. Amen. The Lord will just help us in those services. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1. Amen. This is just an incredible reading of Scripture. And it said, It shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. And if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thine kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. And the Lord shall cause thine enemies to rise up against thee, and to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. And the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And the Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all people of the earth shall see thee, see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, and the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy ground, and the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in its season, his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and shalt, thou shalt not borrow." And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. And if that, if that, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Amen. God bless you this evening. I, this subject is so vast, it's, you couldn't take one service and preach all of the scriptures that contain it and no doubt would take the rest of our lives and I don't know maybe we'll go a few services on it I'm not sure but I'd like to speak to you on blessed on blessed you know if we kept reading the scripture here you could actually go home and read this later tonight and you'd find out that the same blessings would come by listening or heeding to the word Curses would follow if they didn't follow his word and his commandments. 
And, you know, after reading all of the blessings, you would wonder why they wouldn't heed to the word of God. But tonight, you know, I'm not going to read the curses because I'm not speaking to a cursed people. Amen. I'm speaking to a people who have listened or heeded God's word. I believe I'm speaking to those who do what his word says. And as you do, you will be overtaken by his blessings. That, that just struck me very deeply to be overtaken is to, as one would be, uh, you know, be chased after or uh, to be, to run after these blessings or the God's blessing is to be, to overtake you. You know, you know, and as we know, it dealt with Israel, you know, on a natural or physical basis. It was a physical land as brother Tim spoke about even Sunday also had a physical enemy in it. And, and, but with us, you know, it's a spiritual land and it's a spiritual enemy. It's not flesh and blood that we face, but it's principalities and powers. But, and, you know, and, 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 and he blesses us not so much in a physical manner, although there are blessings that he bestows on us as a, as a, that are physical and, 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 and blessings. But I believe that the blessings that we are to desire is not just a physical blessing, but also our spiritual blessings. Amen. Physical blessings are temporary. Amen. You know, you can get a new job. You know, people post things. You know, we live in a, a day of posts. You know, it's not a fence post, but it's a Facebook post or Instagram post or Twitter or whatever. You know, and they do these hashtags. I, I don't know much about them, but, you know, got a new job and they use the hashtag blessed or got a pay raise, blessed, got a new job or a new house or new car, blessed. But, you know, Brother Brandon was saying spiritual amnesia. He said not always prosperity is a sign of a spiritual blessing. Yeah, but sometimes it's contrary. He said people think maybe you have a lot, uh, own a lot of worldly goods and sh that shows that God is blessing you. He said that's not always true. Sometimes it's the other way. So we know we're, we're, we're not to long or to just look at a temporary blessing. But God has something so much greater than that. And, and although, you know, these temporary blessings are needful, amen, and, and we're thankful for every blessing that God gives us. We're thankful for a, a car or a house or our money to, to pay our bills and all those things. But to be truly blessed, and I, I did look up the definition of blessed, and it really shocked me what blessed really means. You know, and, 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 and if we're not careful, we get the ideas we spoke, you know, speaking about a blessed means, you know, just a carnal thinking of the word blessed. But... Even the dictionary, you know what the dictionary's definition for blessed is? Number one, made holy, consecrated. Wow. Amen. Number two, one who God extends his benefits to. Number three, endowed with divine favor and protection. Amen. Number four, those who go to live in heaven with God. That's the kind of blessed I want to be. Amen. Not necessarily looking for things here on this earth and though those things are necessary some and, and you know, but I'm talking about a blessed people and listen, you don't have to be in the United States to be this kind of blessed people. Amen. You might have to be in the United States. You know, people, there's many people in the world that would trade places with the poorest among us in a heartbeat. Amen. But that's not the blessings that I'm talking about. But this definition, you can be this kind of blessed person no matter where you live. And I believe this is the one we ought to strive after and one we ought to long for. And what we're looking to be is a blessed person, holy, consecrated, a blessed person, one who God extends his benefits to. Amen. A blessed person, one who's endowed with divine favor and protection. That's the blessings I want. Amen. Amen. A blessed person, those who go to live with God in heaven. Oh, hallelujah. And I want to look at some of our blessings tonight in Ephesians 1 and verse 3. He says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So spiritual blessings, that's what we're longing for. That's what we're looking for. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Have you seen any blessings? Blessings yet. Amen. One, chosen before the foundations of the world. That's a blessing. Amen. It's a blessing. In other words, we are not an accident. 
Amen. God has been planning your coming and he's been planning your going. Your destiny before he ever said, let there be light. He had already blessed you. Amen. His blessings was already upon you before he ever said, let there be light. Amen. You was already, amen, planned. You already was there. As he told the children of Israel, I'll make you the head and not the tail. I'll make you uh, to be the, amen, at the top and are above and not beneath. So he already has predestinated you to the place where you belong. Amen. Before you he ever, there ever was a let there be. Amen. God already had you in his mind. And number two, holy and then placed you there and not to be a, a wreck or not to be a, a downtrodden somebody, but to be holy and blameless. Amen. Amen. Blameless was something that nobody or anybody, no devil can find any fault in it. God himself can't find fault. Amen. No shame on us. Amen. Amen. Verse five, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. Amen. According to the good pleasure of his will, predestinated us to adoption. He predetermined or beforehand that we are his. Mercy. That's blessed. Before the foundation of the world, he said, you're mine. That's enough to walk out of here blessed tonight. To realize I never did belong to the devil. He had me in his pawn shop. He had me talked into another life. But that's not who I was. I was predetermined by God before the foundation of the world. Therefore, I'm blessed. He already made his decision about you and he cannot change it. We're blessed tonight. He already made the decision, amen, to the praise and glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Accepted, not rejected, not set aside, not abandoned, but highly favored. Examined with grace, compassed with favor, and honored with blessings. Mercy, are you blessed yet? In whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. Redemption through his blood. Our freedom is paid for. He said we could go free. Amen. I'm just reading your will tonight. I'm reading your blessings. Amen. Forgiveness of sin justified as though you never done it in the first place. We are a blessed people. Amen. The Bible said it. We'll get to it. Blessed is the man whom God does not impute sin. Amen. And forgiveness of sin. And we have received the riches of his grace. Not his judgment, but his grace. Unmerited favor. Abounding grace. Overflowing. Running over. Beyond measure. Wherein he hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known the mystery of his will. There's another blessing. According to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things into Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even in him, in whom also we have attained an inheritance. Oh, glory to God. You have been given an inheritance. Amen. You know, I, I, I've saying, I think I've told this story before, but here's some time, it had been many years ago when I was doing some remodeling for a lady, actually me and Brother Joseph went and, and, and was looking at giving her a bid on a job, and, and it was during his time of transition when he'd go back to, to uh, Canada there before he moved down, and so we went and placed a bid, and you know, and the lady said, well, it looks pretty good, I'd get back with you, and he, he went to Canada, and, and so she called me and said, I'd like to talk to you. Something's happened. So I thought, wow, I don't even know. What, I, I mean, we hadn't agreed to anything. I don't know what's happened. We get there, and she says, I want to redo the whole place. So we was talking about just a kitchen, you know, or something like that. So I want to redo it all. And I said, okay. She said, you're not going to believe what happened. She says, I went to my cousin's. Uh, uh, reading of the will and, and said how my name was on it. So I got called to the, to the, whatever they call that. And then to the reading of the will. And, and I didn't even know, didn't know him. I mean, I knew him was good friends, but I had no clue. The man had the money that he has. 
And she said, I was left with this sum of money and I, I want to put it into my house. And, and she said, I just sat there dumbfounded. And I said, yeah, I'd like to kind of know how that felt. Amen. But you know, I, I, I look at that and all of a sudden now all the money's gone and this, that, and she may have a new house, but one day it'll get old again and out of date and all this. And it's just a temporary inheritance. But what he is talking about is an eternal inheritance. It's an eternal thing that we're speaking about. That's why we can say we are blessed. Not blessed with a million dollars that'll be here tomorrow and gone the next few weeks, but got an eternal inheritance, a new body. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Things that don't moth, don't decay, and don't grow old, and don't rot away. We have an internal inheritance that we should be for the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, and whom ye also, after that you heard the word of truth. So, another blessing. We heard the word of truth. That's a blessing. Do you know how many ears have heard the truth, but yet didn't hear the truth? Why would he make the statement, he that hath an ear, let him to hear? I mean, every person in this building got ears. But not every person that comes in this building hears. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's a blessing to be able to hear the word of truth. Amen. It ought to be, we ought to be on the edge of our seat. This is more than just a temporary blessing. How much more would be on the edge of our seat? We was at a reading of a will and somebody was telling us you inherited this and you got this, you got $2 million. You got this. Man, we'd be on the edge of our seat. What's next? Come on, somebody. And we call ourselves blessed and we hear the word of truth. Service after service, we ought to be on the edge of our seats. Why? Because I'm blessed. Because God has given me not just the ability to hear, but the ability to receive the word. And his word is the light into my path. Therefore, I'm blessed because I'm not in darkness. He has called me out of darkness into a marvelous light. Therefore, I'm blessed. And we have sealed us with the Holy Spirit of promise. Glory to God. Which is the earnest of our inheritance. It's only the beginning. This is only the beginning. He said, we've had wonderful services. I felt the presence of God and God has come down and healed us. He's come down and delivered us. This is only the beginning. It's just the down payment of our inheritance. It's just the foretaste of glory divine. Get ready. We're going to receive it all. Hallelujah. Amen. Sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of his glory. Wherefore, I also, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and loving all the saints, cease not to give thanks, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ... The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him blessed. And the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, blessed. That you might know what is the hope of his calling, blessed. And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, blessed. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, blessed. Amen. That under eyes of understanding, the hope of his calling, the riches of his grace is poured on by the exceeding greatness of his power. What kind of power are we talking about? We're talking about more than more power than got you here to church. More than the power that gets the airplane off the ground. We're talking about the power of Christ that raised a dead, cold body out of the grave. That power is what's going to change our bodies. That power is what heals our sick. Blessed. Amen is what he says, which he wrought in Christ, which he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above principalities and power, might and dominion, and every name that's named, not only in this world, but also that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is body, fullness of him, though filleth all in all. And you hath he quickened. How many blessed people we got here tonight? 
<laughs> and you hath he quickened who were dead. And such were some of you who were dead in trespasses and sins. You know, some people come to church, you know, that's been out in the world and they think they're amongst a bunch of holy people and they are, but we wasn't always holy people. Come on, somebody. We too were dead in trespasses and sins. He said, well, I ain't never been out there. You were still dead. You were born in this world, speaking lies, shaped in iniquity. You were dead, amen, in trespasses and sin. But you are not dead no more because he has made us alive in Christ Jesus. Bless people. We're in times past. Oh, glory to God. I got a past, but it's in the past. And the past is not my present nor my future. We're blessed, amen, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we had in our own conversations in times past and the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as other, but God, who is rich in mercy. Amen. Woo! Amen. He was rich in mercy. We found a mighty man of wealth. Of real wealth. A wealth that could satisfy our hungry hearts. A wealth that could quench our thirsty hearts. Amen. A wealth that would come and quench our thirsty beings. He's rich in mercy. For with his great love, wherewith he loved Blessed, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened, anybody quickened, us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. Blessed beyond measure. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. He said his spiritual blessings, not just to apostles or some to this. He said has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. He's blessed us that the same Holy Ghost that fell on the day of Pentecost is the same Holy Ghost here tonight. Blessed. Amen. The same Holy Ghost, listen to this, that made Mary shout and speak in tongues and have a wonderful time and rejoice. And the things that she did is the same Holy Ghost that's here tonight. The same Holy Ghost that led Paul on that old ship at the waterlog. It looked like it was going down. Every wave had a devil on it and gleaning his teeth and said, I'm going to sink you now. And Paul went down and prayed. And an angel came and said, it's going to be all right. Eat your supper. He said, what was it? Paul was blessed with spiritual blessings. And here he come dragging them chains in his little arms, dragging them on his feet and said, be of good courage, men, for an angel of God has met me this night and stood by me and said, fear not. He said, what was it? It was the Holy Ghost. That same Holy Ghost is here tonight. Woo, glory to God. It's the same one that can look you in the eye and say, don't fear. Don't worry. You're not going down. I've got a predestinated plan for you. And it's not for beneath, it's for above. I'll not make you the tail, but I'll make you the head. Because you are blessed. With all spiritual blessings. He said, let's stop there in heavenly places. Well, let's stop there for a moment. Not just anywhere, but in heavenly places. We are assembled in heaven. It means that is the position of the believer. That if I'm prayed up, you're prayed up, or the church is prayed up, we're ready for the message, and we've assembled ourselves together, we're the called out, baptized with the Holy Ghost, filled with God's blessings, called, elected, set together in heavenly places. We are in the heavenlies in our souls. Our spirits have brought us into a heavenly atmosphere. There you are, heavenly atmosphere. Oh, what could happen tonight? 
What could happen tonight if we're sitting in heavenly atmosphere and the Holy Spirit begins to move over every heart that's been regenerated and, and become a new creature in Christ Jesus? Our sins are under the blood. Perfect worship and our hands are up to God and our hearts lifted, setting together in heavenly places. He said, what can happen? When he's blessed us and he says, blessing with what? What has he blessed us with? Divine healing. Foreknowledge. Revelations. Visions. This is a direct quote. Powers. Tongues. Interpretations. Wisdom. Knowledge. All the heavenly blessings. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Every heart filled with the spirit of God. Walking together. Setting in heavenly places. Whoa, what a blessed church we are tonight to realize the Holy Ghost that was on the day of Pentecost is anointing us tonight. Not just anointing, but filling our hearts and supercharging our lives that we can be blessed with divine healing. Hallelujah. It's a blessing he bestows on us. We can be blessed with foreknowledge. Well, I thought the prophet did that. Well, that's not what he said. He said the church. He said the evil, no evil thoughts among us. Oh, that'd be a good one to run out. Not one cigarette smoke. I hope that's taken care of. Not one short dress. Hallelujah. Not one this or that or other. Evil thoughts. Nobody got anything against another. Hello, somebody. If you want to be this, you want to receive these kind of blessings, you better get rid of what you got against somebody else. Come on, somebody. I'm a blessed person. Are you really? Do you really want to be blessed? I'm just reading you a quote. Speaking in love, harmony, everybody with one accord in one place. It said everybody. How many everybody's we got in here? Yeah, Everybody. Everybody, amen. Amen. And we, we, want, we want to be blessed. He said, this is it. Not one evil thought among us. Not one cigarette smoke. Not one sword dress or anything other. Not an evil thought. Not, nobody got anything against another. No, amen. Nobody. Everybody's speaking in love and harmony. Everybody in one accord in one place. And then suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. He went, there you are. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Continuation of the quote. Then the Holy Spirit might fall upon somebody and say, thus saith the Lord. Oh. Go to a certain place, do a certain thing, watch what'll happen. Thus saith the Lord, do a certain thing in a certain place, watch it happen like that. Blessed us together in all heavenly places. Amen. What is it? According as he has chosen us, did we choose him or did he choose us? He chose you even when you wouldn't choose him. Mm. When did he choose us? The night we accepted him? No. He chose you before the foundation of the world. That you would be holy without blame in love. When did God choose us? When did God choose you that's got the Holy Ghost? When did he choose you? Before the foundation of the world. By his foreknowledge, he foresaw you and knew that you would love him. Hallelujah. He knew I would love him. He knew you would love him. Before the foundation of the world, he chose you. And then he sent Jesus that he might be the propitiation of your sin and bring him and you together in love. Blessed. Psalms 84 and verse 11 said, For the Lord God is a sun and shield, and the Lord will give grace and glory And no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I'm reading our blessings tonight. Brother Branham said, believe it. You got to believe it. Got to be sung. He said, open that damper. Open it up. Let it it come on you. He said, what we need today is not pray for more power. You got enough power to make a new earth. What we need is faith to use that power. 
We need, we need us to control that life and live a, such a godly life that when you ask God anything, you know he's going to do it. And we have confidence in God of that. We know if we keep his commandments, he'll withhold no good thing from us that walk with him. How many is going to walk with him? Why? God wants to walk with you. You know, maybe you're in your middle age and you have your last earnings and you want to, you know, try to invest it. I know we got an, a guy you can invest with here, Brother Micah. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, you want to make a right decision where to put that investment. And if it's your last earnings, you don't want to just throw it to, you know, something that might make you money. We want to be wise with it. You know, you got these rich, quick, get rich, quick things, you know, invest here and tomorrow you're a millionaire. But you wouldn't want to put your money in place like that because it's your life earnings. What would you do? You, with sober and sincerity, you'd search for an old reliable firm that's been tested and proved, one that's safe. And there you'd invest your money because you, you, you don't want it to be some fly by night. And so if you're, you're sincere and concerned in your decision about your life earnings, how much more sincere should we be about our religion and our salvation, our true blessings? Amen. You know, we get all took up about the 401k and stock market, this and that. That's all fine and dandy. But what I'm talking about here, be here after all that's gone. <laughs> he says, see, if you would put that kind of investment in your religion and your salvation, you wouldn't go for some of these little fly by night ideas. Or put your name just on a church book or just shake hands with a preacher. That won't work. He said, I would recommend you find an old, reliable institution. You want to hear about it? It was founded on the day of Pentecost. <laughs> when the Holy Ghost came down to dwell among men, it's the most reliable firm I know of to invest your soul and your future in. Hello, somebody. That is an old-fashioned Pentecostal experience. <laughs> Glory to God. It has been time-tested and has been proven to be the truth. Hallelujah. 2,000 years, it hasn't changed a bit. The same dividends that was paid off at Pentecost is still being paid off by this firm. Hallelujah, the same gifts of the Holy Ghost, the same power of healing to see visions and angels appear to you. Come on, somebody. Angels to appear to you and the ministry that the apostles had that carried them safely through. It will take your soul to the safe destination just as it took them. Hallelujah, we're talking about real blessings. We're talking about something that's not just temporary, but eternal. I wouldn't put myself in some fly-by-night idea. I'll find something that's been time-tested. That proved it has the power. It proved it on the day of Pentecost. It took a man who was a denier and denied Jesus Christ as in his presence. And then he came and uh, filled with the Holy Ghost. And he walked out there boldly, took a soapbox and began to preach. And Jesus, as far as physically, wasn't even there anymore. He wasn't there physically, but he was all in here. And it was time testing. It was proved that it would hold. All the way to Peter went down to his death and said, let me be, not be crucified like Christ. Hang me upside down. Amen. It held the apostles. It held all the way through the dark ages. It held through time tested as a time tested memorial. It is a good firm grip. It is a good firm to hold on to. And in this firm, we'll have the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the power of healing, to see visions, angels appear to you. And the ministry that the apostle had 
that carried them safely through will take you to your soul's destination just as safe as it landed them. He said, I cannot trust my life earnings if I had such upon a fly by night. I don't want any of these little organizations that sprung up in these last days and I don't want none of these message organizations either. Amen. He says, sprung up in these last days, my name on a paper, some kind of little sensation. Oh, oh no. But listen to what he says next. I want that old reliable experience. Amen. Make your decision to make a firm confession and wait till you get that experience to move you into eternity. It was good for Paul and Silas. It was good for Peter in the night, that jail. The next day he was beheaded. The angel of the Lord came, was to be beheaded. The angel of the Lord came in the pillar of fire, touched him and delivered him. That same angel still on the giving in tonight. Woo! Glory to God. Do you care if I talk about our blessings? The same angel when Peter was in the jailhouse, bound hand and foot, he came through the wall. See, the angels of God are not bound by devil's devices and devil's ideas and devil's creed. They'll go beyond all of that and break right through to where you're at. And he touched him and said, Peter, let's go. And he walked him right out of the jailhouse. And he said, that angel is still in the business tonight. He'll bypass every creed. He'll bypass every dogma. He'll bypass those. All this right a wall up and the devil's trying to wall this and try to hold this. He's going to get to those that are blessed. That same angel was Paul on the stormy sea. He came running out there with the assurance. He said, the angel of God whose servant I am has stood by me. There's not going to be a soul lost on this ship. He said, I'd recommend you to that firm. (laughs) Stay on the ship. Amen. There's not going to be any loss on this ship. I'd recommend you to that firm. It's reliable. It's grace. The name of the Lord is a mighty tower. The righteous running into it are safe. Just deposit yourself into that account tonight. I love how he puts this. God will take care of his own. The deposit is safe. It's accompanied by angels. It has signs, wonders, and visions. It shows the direct evidence of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. He said, I want it. That old time religion, it's good enough for me. It landed my old father. It landed Paul and Silas. It made Paul, amen, when he's going to cut his head off, said, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. I've kept the faith and henceforth. There's later for me a crown of righteousness. The Lord, the righteous judge shall give me. I highly recommend that faith. If you're under decision tonight, you might have yet decided whether you'll be a Methodist or a Baptist or a Pentecost or a Presbyterian. Let me introduce you to the old time religion for it's still good as it ever was. You can rest your soul assurance that he will take you through. Eliezer, when he had assurance that the angel was going to go before him, then he decided to go because he had something to back him up. Oh, listen to this. He said, I think that ought to be the assurance of every man of God that preaches the gospel. Maybe Jeffersonville needs to hear that. Preaches the gospel. That he's got something positive from God that'll back up what he preaches. (laughs) If he hasn't got it, brethren, it's for you. Listen to this. Listen to this next statement. God still sends his men with an angel before him when he goes to take a message to the church. How many Rebecca's we got here tonight? You're finding out you're blessed. The angel of the Lord beat Eliezer, Brother Branham said, to the well about about 30 minutes. He's been here already this evening, stirring the waters, trying to let you know you're not just some nobody off in some land somewhere, but there's somebody for you. And he's longing for your appearance. He's longing for your coming. He's longing for your return to come back to him. 
Oh, glory to God. And he said before him, when he goes out to take a message to the church, not only that, but when Eliezer left the father of Isaac, which represented the father of Christ, he loaded the whole train with a camel. Camels were the good gifts for the bride. He said, oh, I, refi- I feel religious right now. Oh, how I love Jesus. He loaded the camels full of good gifts, blessings. Hallelujah. To let you know this land ain't a land of just a bunch of air castles and a bunch of pipe dreams. This land is real. Hallelujah. That's what the gifts of the Spirit are declaring. This land is a real land. This God is a real God. Hallelujah. He's loaded the whole train of camels with good gifts for the bride. He said he loaded the camels full of good gifts and he never told her that they were for another generation. Good. Somebody going to preach with me tonight. He never has told you it's for somebody else. But he came and put the royal diadem on your neck. The necklace of amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. He come to put it on you. He didn't come to say, well, this ain't for you. It's for another day. No, he said, it's yours. So what was Rebecca's question? And she asked him, will you go? What was her answer? I will go. And that's my answer tonight. I'm going to go to every blessing he has. Amen. And he says here, he, let me finish that. He never told her they were for another generation or another day, but they were for the bride. Not even for Eliezer, for the bride. Come on, somebody. Eliezer's gifts wasn't for him. Eliezer's gifts was for the bride. A preacher's gift is not for him. A preacher's gift, if he's a God-called man, is not for him to lift him up or to make him somebody. It's for the bride. For the perfecting of the saints. And every true servant of God that's sent out. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, y'all. Has got a whole book full of divine promises he can offer. To the bride. (laughs) Hallelujah. I want you to understand this book is not for a future generation. This book is not for a past generation. This book is for you. This land is our land. He said, I'm so glad of that. He's got gifts in there for her. And he, oh, glory to God. And he will not hold any of them back. If I was you, I'd just go to rejoicing right now. He has bestowed on me gifts. He's given me the gift of the Holy Ghost. He's given me healing and deliverance. And he's not going to hold it back. Hallelujah. He said, I'm so glad of that. He said, he will get every one of them cleanly. He said, a true servant, a model servant, a servant that God can put trust in. He won't try to hide it back from her. Well, that's just Brother Branham. Or that's just such and such. Or that's for another day. No, no, not a true servant of God. He won't hide it back from her because he knows. Oh, man. Help me. He knows that she is the oncoming queen. Mary, thou art highly favored. Blessed are thou among women. Amen. The angel knew this was a favored person. This was a favored one. Amen. And the Holy Ghost knows you're a favored. We heard Brother Wayne put it so wonderfully. We have found favor. It's God's favor. Unmerited favor of God. You're the oncoming queen. And there is no good thing. 
Write that down. No good thing withheld from them that walk up right before him. So then whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be given unto you. The book's full of it. Every promise in the book is yours. You, the bride. Spiritual blessings. You want to hear about another spiritual blessing? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is a continuation of the quote. Now, some fellow said, I can be a Christian and stay home just as well. He said, no, you can't. You've got to meet together with the rest of the body. He has blessed us together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And people wonder why is my blessings drying up? I had a dream last night of a family hadn't been in this receiving these spiritual blessings. And I walked up to their house and most of their land was gone and inhabited by other people. And they're sitting in the back bickering and fussing He's on the phone in trouble. I thought, God, what blessings are they truly missing out on? We've got to meet together with the rest of the body to draw these spiritual blessings. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who is blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Think of it now. He has blessed us with all heavenly grace, blessings, as we assemble together in Christ Jesus, as believers, the elected church called out, set aside. He seals us with his Holy Spirit and now is revealing to us all the things that's in our future for us. Now we're up to the seven seals, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame and love, having predestinated us adoption by children, by Jesus Christ himself, according to his own good pleasure. What a beautiful thought this is he's blessed us we're going to go through some scriptures really quick you may not have time I don't know Jeremiah 17 7 blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is Matthew 13 16 blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear Luke 6, 20, and he lifted up his eyes on the disciples and said, blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Blessed are ye, you know what he's saying? It's more blessed to weep now than it is to weep later. That struck me so hard today. You know, just as he said, it's blessed, more blessed to give than it is to receive. It's more blessed to be in the position to be able to give than to be in the position to have to receive. Amen. Blessed, blessed are ye when men shall hate you. And when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the son of man's sake. Rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy. (laughs) For behold, your reward or blessing is great in heaven. For in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. Luke 7, 23. And blessed is he Whosoever shall not be offended in me. Blessed. You're blessed when the word comes and you're not offended. There's so many people that get offended by the word. The world is offended by the Bible. They're offended if somebody happens to stand up for righteousness. Or what the Bible even declares. They get offended. I've never seen such a world of people so easily offended. It's unbelievable. You can't say, there's not a person that can say, say anything without somebody being offended. Good or bad. 
It's incredible the world that we live in. And he's saying, blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Luke 10, 23. And he turned him unto the disciple and said privately, blessed are your eyes which see the things that you see. Whoo, glory to God. John 20 and verse 29. And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. But blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Acts 20 and verse 35 said, I have showed you all things, how that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Romans 4 and verse 7 says, saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven. Oh, glory to God. And whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Oh, hallelujah. He said, that's the way with a real Christian. Do you know a real Christian doesn't have any sin at all imputed to him? David said, blessed is the man who God will not impute sin. When you're washed in the blood of the lamb, not by make-believe, but the blood of the lamb, God does not impute to you anything that's done because you're under the blood and he don't even see it. He sees that blood sacrifice and that's the only thing he can see you in is the way he saw you before the foundation of the world. When he put your name in the Lamb's book of life, that's all he can look at because you're redeemed from everything that was ever done and you're washed in the blood of the Lamb. We are truly blessed. James 1 and verse 12 said, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Oh, crown of life, an eternal reward. Hallelujah. It's a crown. It's a mark of being royalty. Of exalted rank. He said, I'll not make you the tail. I'll make you the head. I'll not make you beneath, I'll make you from above. So a crown of life, an eternal blessedness, which will be given as a prize to the saints of God. The crown, which is the reward of righteousness. Hallelujah. James 1.25 said, Whosoever looketh unto the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Oh my. Revelations 1 3 is the book to the bride. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things that are written, for the time is at hand. Mercy, there's so much to go into this. He says here in another place, Revelations 14 3, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their work do follow them. 16 and verse 15. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. When is he coming? At the end of this Laodicean age. What do you tell the Laodiceans? You're wretched and naked. And you don't even know it. And he's saying right here, blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. Lest he walk naked and they see his shame. 19.9. And he saith unto me, write, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. 20 and 6. Blessed. And holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. And such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God in Christ. And shall reign with him a thousand years. Revelation 22 and 7. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of this book. 14. Blessed are they that do the commandments. That they may have right to the tree of life. 
life and may enter into the, through the gates of the city. And Psalms 5 and 11 says, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Who bless, let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou compass him as with a shield? How many is the bride of Jesus Christ tonight? Fixing to read your scripture. You ready for it? This is the closing scripture. Close your Bibles. Let's just get ready to rejoice. Luke 1 and verse 45. And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to look at that devil and say, devil, I'm blessed. Because I believe the words that have been spoken to me and they will be performed in my life. Is there anybody here that believes? Is there anybody that believes and said these words shall be performed in me? I believe them because he said it. Let it be. Hallelujah. Bless. Are you and highly favored? Blessed thou shalt be in the city, blessed in the field, blessed the fruit of thy body. Ah, we heard Hannah's prayer. Good lands. We got a miracle baby laying there at home right now. Doctors gave all kind of bad reports about it. Maybe Brother Tim will hit on a Sunday. I'll leave it for him. But mercy, blessed. And let me just say it. It ain't going to be the only blessing the Pruitt household receives. Or the Tushner household receives. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. This ain't my words. This is God's words. Why? Because you have believed. All things are possible to those that believe. It goes beyond, amen, earthly limitations. It goes beyond what a doctor may say. It's his word. Let there be. Hallelujah. Blessed shall be the fruit of the body and the ground and the cattle and the kind and the sheep. Bless thy basket and thy store. Bless how they'll be when you come in and bless when you go out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up but they shall be smitten. Woo, we seen it. Cancer rose up, it got smitten. Alopecia rose up, smitten. Kidney trouble, smitten. Eye trouble, smitten. Ear trouble, smitten. High blood pressure, smitten. Come on, somebody. He said he'll make you come one way, but he'll leave you seven different other ways. Glory to God in the highest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, to a blessed people, we're not going to be seven times worse. We're going to be seven times better. Blessed. Hallelujah. And the Lord shall command blessing upon thee. Woo. Hallelujah. And he'll make you plenteous in the fruit of your body, the fruit of your cattle, the fruit of your ground. And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. I'd say open it up, God. I'm here to receive whatever you have from me. Lay it on me. I take your blessings. I receive it. I receive it. How many will receive it right now? I'm blessed. Quit talking about how you're cursed. You're not cursed, you're blessed. Because you're giving heed. You say, well, Brother Timothy, I ain't giving heed. Well, start giving heed. Then you'll be blessed. 
Well, I got college. I got this. Forget about all that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. Then you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. And the God, the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only. (laughs) The devil, you see your place? I'm going to be above only. Thou shalt not be beneath. Hallelujah, you were not created to be under the devil's feet for his own wiping mat to wipe his mud on you. No, you were created to put your foot on the back of his neck. You have been made to be above principalities and powers and every high thing that exalted itself. We are truly blessed. Glory to God. Let's just rejoice in our blessings tonight. Let's just thank God. We have so much to be thankful for. This is the time that we pause for Thanksgiving and we take our turkeys and we take this. Well, we're so blessed. I ain't worried about none of that. I want these blessings. This is what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for a God who didn't leave me in old miry clay, but he picked me up and he wiped me clean and he set me in service. By his side. I'm thankful for amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I'm thankful that I can preach healing. Because I know a God's here to back me up. Who has the power. He's already provided the way. I'm thankful I can preach deliverance. I'm thankful for these things. This is what we're truly thankful. Because we are truly blessed. The singing song, He Walks Among Us. Hallelujah. He walks among us. Oh, now sing it. I'm blessed. 